He was looked down on and passed over, a man who suffered, who knew pain firsthand. One look at him and people turned away. He was looked down on, thought he was scum. But the fact is, it was our pains he carried, our disfigurement, all the things wrong with us. We thought he brought it on himself, that God was punishing him for his own failures. But it was our sins that did that to him, that ripped and tore and crushed him, our sins. He took the punishment that made us whole. Through his bruises we get healed. We're all like sheep who've wandered off and gotten lost. We've all done our own thing, gone our, way, gone our own way. And God has piled all our sins, everything we've done wrong, on him, on him. Thank you, Harry. Beautifully read. We are going to have um, some family news next, so check out the screens. Um, what we do, um, if you're visiting or not regular here, is we just have a few notices with what's going on, what, what you can uh, be involved in in events and things. So check out the screens for that. Our next Ignite Youth Worship Service is happening on April the 23rd. That's right, Sunday over in the Boiler Room. It's going to be so much fun, as always. We'll have prizes to play for. We've got the Emmaus Road Band leading worship and a speaker yet to be announced, but I guarantee it'll be a good one. So if you are 11 to 18, make sure you put April the 23rd in your diary. We'd love to see you 6 till 8 p.m. in the Boiler Room. Boom, baby! Get ignited. Ignition. Ignite things, make them on fire. Coming on Sunday, the 23rd of April, we're welcoming Mark Mellowish to the church to speak at the 10.30 and 6pm services. Mark is a church leader himself. He leads a church over in Ealing called St Paul's and is also part of the New Wine Network leadership team. Mark's going to be speaking as part of our Big Family Boot Camp series. So make sure you're there, get it in the diary, check it out. I'd love to invite you on Thursday the 20th of April to an evening called Empowered Life in the Spirit. Matt Coombs is our guest speaker from St Mary's in London, which is mine and Mike's old church and James and Janie's old church. He's going to come and share some thoughts and stories around praying for each other in the power of the Spirit. It's going to be a brilliant night. Thursday the 20th of April, 7.30 to 9.30. Do come along. My favourite night of the year is coming up well, not really, but it is a good night. The 26th of April is our APCM. It's a Wednesday evening. Uh, APCM stands for Annual Parochial Church Meeting. Some of you are thinking, that does not sound like a fun evening. You could not be more wrong. It is a great evening. It's an evening where we celebrate all that God is doing and come together as a church family. So please put it in your diary. Come along, hear about the vision of the church. We'll worship together. We'll kick off with drinks and snacks. We'll share video testimony of all that God is doing and we'll hear about the vision for the upcoming year. So that's the 26th of April. It's a Wednesday night. It's the APCM and it's a great place to be. So we would love to see you this Thursday at Empowered. That's the first event coming um, up. So do come along to that Thursday night. Now I'm going to be handing over to Pete. And this is where we're going to get the chance to meet Jenny and Fred. I hope you are all ready. Pete. 
Thanks so much, Bex. Well, guys, it's a happy Easter, isn't it? It's a happy Easter. We're all having fun. Yeah, some whoops, some cheers. And we really are looking very much forward to looking very much forward. Sorry, I was watching my children kind of decimate the place. Um, Looking forward to meeting Jenny and Fred, aren't we? Well, I think Jenny might be a little bit more uh, sort of excited this morning because I'm sure I've seen her in church before. So why don't we say a great big hi, Jenny, and let's see what happens. Ready? After three, one, two, three. Hi, Jenny. Was that, did anyone see something? Just a little thing. Maybe let's try one more time. You ready? One, two, three. Hi, Jenny. Hi, everyone. It's great to be here. Some of you might be wondering, who am I? Well, my name is Jenny, and I love coming to church, especially on Easter Day. It's such a wonderful celebration of all Jesus has won for us. And we sometimes get Easter eggs too, which I love. Mm. I have brought a friend of mine to church today, and it's their first time at an Easter service. But I think he's a bit nervous. Can you call him with me? We need to say, hello, Fred, and happy Easter. Could we all try that? I think we could do that, can't we? Hello, Fred, and happy happy Easter. Easter. I think we'll need to do it a bit louder than that. Let's try again. Hello, Hello Fred. Fred happy, happy Easter. Easter. <gasps> Hello, Jenny. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for helping me feel so welcome. It's really nice being here with you all. Everyone seems quite excited. Is that because the Easter bunny has been? Are there chocolate eggs for me to eat? Well, everyone is excited, Fred, but that's not necessarily the reason that we're most excited. We're most excited because today is Easter Day and we get to remember the most important story ever told. (gasps) That sounds great, Pete, but I'd quite like a chocolate Easter egg, please. I've seen rabbits near my house leaving little brown presents all over my garden. (laughs) Mum says I can't eat them, those little treats. I don't think that's the Easter bunny leaving those things. You definitely shouldn't eat those brown treats. Oh, okay. (laughs) Pete's talking about the story of Jesus, Fred. That's why people are so excited. Jesus has won. His love has won. Did did, did he win chocolate Easter eggs? (laughs) No. Pete, I think we need your help. Can you tell us the story? (gasps) Is it a story about food? I love food, especially chocolate. Have I I mentioned that? Or is it a story about monkeys? Pete, Pete, I love monkeys too. (laughs) <laughs> oh my word, you have definitely told us that you love chocolate. I think we can all remember that, can't we? Well, how about I tell you a story about food and monkeys? How about that? Yes! Yeah? Is that exciting? Right. Monkeys okay. are food. I, I'll come to church every week, Pete. Keep going, yeah. Okay. Gotta listen, Fred, listen. Well, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Come on, you two, come on. Dear me. Are we all ready for a story? Yes! Okay, well, here we go. Once upon a time, at the edge of a mighty river, a little monkey found a mango tree, and he munched on the mango. Mmm, it was amazing. Sweet and juicy, it was the most delicious thing he had ever tasted. The little monkey crossed the river and took the mango to the monkey king. When the monkey king munched on the mango, mmm, he thought it was amazing too. So. 
the monkey king, along with many more monkeys, made his way across the river to the mango tree. And the monkeys picked mangoes all morning, all afternoon, until it was night. And they curled up in the branches of the mango tree and fell fast asleep. They had managed to eat many mangoes, but many more mangoes were left on the tree. As they slept, one of those mangoes dropped from its branch into the mighty river, splash, and floated downstream to the kingdom of men. The next morning, as the king of men was bathing in the river, the mango floated by. The king had never seen a mango before, but he thought it looked quite tasty. So he picked it up and handed it to one of his servants. Eat this, he commanded. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it poison? I need to know. So the servant munched on the mango. Mmm, it was amazing. The fruit is sweet and juicy, sire, he told the king. More delicious than anything I have ever eaten. So the king of men took a bite. And mmm, he thought it was delicious too. Call my soldiers, he commanded. We must travel upriver to find more of this amazing fruit. So the king of men, with his servants and his soldiers, made their way up to the mango tree. When the monkey king saw them coming, he led the rest of the monkeys into the highest branches of the mango tree and told them to keep very, very still. The servants picked mangoes all afternoon, all morning. And just as it was getting dark, one of the soldiers spotted the tail of a little monkey up high in the highest branch. When he told the king of men, the king just grinned. Those monkey will go very well with this fruit, he said. Take your bows and shoot the monkey down. Soon arrows began to sail through the, the, uh, the branches of the mango tree. The monkey king knew that there was only one thing he could do. He was the biggest monkey of them all. So he leapt from the branches of the mango tree across the mighty river to a tree on the other side. Then he tied a vine round one of his legs and leapt back across the river. He hoped to make a vine bridge so the monkeys could escape. But the vine was too short and he could only make the bridge by reaching and stretching out his own body and holding on to the nearest mango branch. So the monkey king himself was now part of the bridge and he called for the monkeys to climb across his back to the other side. But there are too many of us, cried the little monkey. We'll break your back. Just do as I say, commanded the monkey king. So with the arrows flying all around, the monkeys climbed across their king's back to the safety of the farther shore. The king of men watched, amazed, then ordered his soldiers to put down their bows. Fetch me that monkey, he commanded, pointing at the monkey king. By the time the soldiers carried him down, the monkey king was almost dead. For as the little monkey had worried, the weight of the rest of the monkeys had broken his back. The king of men held the monkey king in his arms and asked him one simple question. Why? Why did you do it? The monkey king's answer was more simple still. To save my people, he whispered, for they are more important to me than any mango, more important to me than anything at all. Then the monkey king closed his eyes and died. The king of men looked at his own people, at his servants and at his soldiers. Then he ordered them to leave the mangoes and follow him back to the kingdom of men. And there in his own palace, 
the king of men built a beautiful tomb for the monkey king so that he would never forget how a true king should act. You know, that story reminds me of another story. I wonder which story it reminds you of. A long time ago, there was a king, a true king, who died to save his people, to win their freedom at his expense so that they could live the life that they were always meant to live. A true king who loved his people so much. He would do the same as the monkey king and give his life as a ransom for many. You know, everybody needs a rescuer, a hero, someone who can face unbeatable odds and survive to fight another day. We see it in films, don't we? And on TV shows, in books and in music. I need a hero! And that's because God has put deep inside of us an understanding of the world we live in that somehow... Things just aren't as they're meant to be. That something needs to be done. That someone needs to win. Someone needs to save us. See, we're like the monkeys in the story. And just like the monkeys in the story, we need someone who can take us to higher ground. Someone who can make a way. Someone who can be our bridge to safety. While on Easter, we remember that Jesus is that person. He's the rescuer. Just like the monkey king in the story, Jesus rescues his people because he loves them much more than anything else, than anything else at all. On the cross, it looked as though Jesus had lost. But he was actually winning a victory that we could only dream of. A victory for every person everywhere. For everything he created, every animal, every atom, every star, and every planet. As Jesus hung on the cross, he became a bridge between God and us. True King Jesus is our true bridge. But there is a difference between the monkey king and the true king. The monkey king died because even though he was good, he was still just a monkey. But death. Death couldn't hold on to the true king. There's no locked tomb to visit for the true king. No, the true king died and was raised from the dead because death was no match for him. It couldn't hold him. It couldn't keep him and it couldn't beat him. And if you've accepted Jesus' love into your heart and choose to live for him, he is the bridge that leads to life, to freedom, to hope, to peace, to joy and the gift of God in your life. And if you know Jesus is your friend and you love him, then you've already been carried to safety. You're free. But you know what? There are people who don't know about the true victorious King Jesus and the safety of the bridge that he is for them. Now imagine back in our story, in the story of the monkeys, that they're monkeys who haven't spotted the bridge. They haven't heard the call of the king telling them to pass over him to peace and to freedom. And imagine that some of the monkeys think that, well, if they just fight long enough in their own strength, and if they just battle hard enough, then they'll win their own freedom. Or imagine that some of them just want to protect themselves. They think, if I can build my own protection, I'll be safe from the arrows raining down on me, and then I will have peace. Perhaps they think if they just climb a little higher, or if they get the right things... Eventually, they'll be safe. But true safety only comes through the bridge that the king has made. There is no other way to safety except through Jesus, the true king. And if you know Jesus as your true king and savior, we need to tell people about him and point to the safety of the bridge. People need to know that freedom and safety from all the dangers, hurts, and fears of this world are available for them. 
the dangers that separate us from God are the most destructive there are. But Jesus has dealt with them all. All the bad and sad things of this world were put on him when he died on the cross. And now there's nothing, nothing that can separate us from his love that is in Christ, the Messiah, the Savior, in true King Jesus. And that is what Easter is all about. What do you think, Fred? That's the best story ever. I want to be a friend of Jesus too. I think he's even better than chocolate. Well, to be a friend of Jesus is actually really easy. Anyone, anywhere can ask Jesus to be their friend. And you know what? He always says yes. For anyone? Yeah. Even if they do bad things sometimes? Well, no one's perfect. We all get things wrong. But Jesus loves us all the same and helps us to live the life we were always meant to and turn away from the things that don't help us. Um, can you help me? Do I need to say something or do something um, special? I'd love to help you. It's actually really, really easy. And if you'd like to be a friend of Jesus, you can pray this prayer with me too. And as we pray, we're going to squeeze our hands really tight and imagine as if we're holding on to Jesus as he takes us to safety. So if you'd like to pray this prayer with me, then let's go. Jesus, you are the true king. Thank you that you died for me to take me to safety. I'm sorry for the things that have kept me away from your love. Today, I choose to hold on to you. Thank you that you will never let me go. You are my king. Please fill me with your love and your Holy Spirit and help me to live the full life you give. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time, we'd love to celebrate with you and we'd love to help you as you walk on this exciting life, following the true King Jesus, who is the bridge that leads us to safety. Well, Jenny and Fred, it's been great to have you in church today, hasn't it, everyone? Thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank should we give them a clap? Please. Well done, Jenny and Fred. Bye. Wonderful. Happy Easter. Happy what? Easter, everybody. Thanks so much. See you guys. Happy Easter. Bye. Thanks. We're going to carry on our service and we're going to sing a song together. So if you guys would like to stand up, we're going to sing a brand new song that these guys are going to teach us. So let's worship the God. Oops. <laughs>